Welcome to another episode of I Call Next, where a group of guys from the D.C. suburbs call next on all the biggest sports topics of the week. And what is today? It's a retiring Thursday, right? We got some big um, news coming out of the NFL, people leaving their profession, taking a break, some of them for good, some of them, I think, just temporarily. But then we also Mm -hmm. got some new hires. How's it going, guys? Exciting times. Exciting times. Also, we are one week... We're one week away from the name reveal in Washington. So that's that true. Is also February, February 2nd, 2022, uh, less than one week, right? Next Wednesday on the, um, is it the morning show or the today show? Yeah. They're going to announce the news. Um, but the cat's out of the bag, right? You guys have heard, um, I'm sure, through the grapevine that um, the team has essentially been, or the name has essentially been leaked. Well, I've seen three leaks now, so I don't know what's real. I've seen this whole like hogs thing, red hogs thing that came out. I've seen the commanders and the admirals at this point. So I don't know if it's actually been leaked at this point. I think everything is BS. I think it's all smoke and mirrors and it's going to end up being like the white skins or something at the end. (laughs) There are a lot of smoke and mirrors. Um, This may be another one, but if your guys are interested, the URL domain for commanders.com was transferred. Uh, yesterday from Namecheap to Mark Monitor. Mark Monitor is the same company the NFL uses for all of their domains, for all of their 32 NFL teams. It was changed as of 7.34 p.m. yesterday night. Um, So it seems to be that Commanders will be the name, um, which is consistent with some of the other rumors we've heard. But, you know, I guess time will tell, right? We're less than a week away. But mm-hmm. Washington is irrelevant um, this time of year in the NFL sure. season. We got sure. teams that are fighting for a chance at the Super Bowl. But before we get there, let's talk about the teams that are um, having some turnover. We had some big retirements today. JK, which one surprised you the most, the quarterback or the head coach? So the one that surprised me the most is the head coach, obviously. Um, you know, like Sean Payton, obviously Saints head coach. 15 years, right? Like he was pretty good head coach over there. Kind of rode Drew Brees. Um, or they both rode each other, you know, like they both had a very successful career. Super Bowl. We say they rode each other some more, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an immature child. You can't just keep saying that. <laughs> but um personally, like as as a person that is a head coach. I would have assumed that he was going to try and go for another. Like you have a bunch of guys that uh, go well into their age as head coaches. And for me, it kind of was a surprise that he wanted to retire. Um, But then again, he he might just be a guy that doesn't really have the passion for it anymore. So I think it's just a year long retirement. I think that's all it is. I think just to kind of like not be the New Orleans head coach as it's a dumpster fire now and, you know, just find something else next year. That's the most appealing. He'll be, if he says he wants to come out and be the head coach, uh, head coach again next year, everyone will be lining up again. So that's exactly my thought process. I think he's getting out of New Orleans because New Orleans is screwed, right? You don't have an answer at quarterback, which this past year has proven. And they're in cap hell. Um, they have to shed so much money off of their books this offseason. Like, they're not going to be able to be competitive next year. Um, and they weren't competitive this past year. So I think he's just tra- taking a one-year hiatus. And, yeah, absolutely. He's going to be one of the top names this 
time next year for head coaching vacancies. My fear is that Mike McCarthy is going to get fired next year and he's going to go to the Cowboys. That's honestly my fear. That's actually not a bad, yeah, that would suck because he's a good coach. Let's yeah. talk about him because actually that's what I wanted to hit on. How will we remember him and his uh, yeah. tenure in New Orleans? I mean, I know, the, I know he had Drew Brees the entire time, but let's just look at this year when Jameis Winston was playing. I mean, he had Jameis Winston games. You can't control where Jameis Winston throws the ball, but like he made him look good at times. Like a serviceable, not good, serviceable, like a very serviceable quarterback. And that goes to your coach at that point. But then, you know, when Jameis Winston's going to like eat a W, that's, that's, that's not on Sean Payton at that point, you know? I absolutely think this is like an Andy Reid type leaving a head coaching vacancy and going to find a new spot and be on fire. Yep. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about the Cowboys connection because I really do think that the Cowboys are not going to mess up the Kellen Moore thing. I think they're really going to get Kellen. I mean, Moore. I would rather have Sean Payton proven head coach that can offensive genius. I would, if you don't want to say genius offensive guru at the very least, like I would rather have that than an unproven Kellen. You're Moore. also assuming that he is going to sit for just one year as a retirement. Like, yeah, you yeah, look yeah. at Bill Cower, who retired. He never came out of retirement. Sure, and plenty I, of people said Bill Cower could have kept coaching. This is this is a situation where though, where I mean, I don't think the Cowboys are making a head coaching change over the offseason. You know what I mean? I I but, don't think so either. I so don't I mean, think next year, make- next year, depending on how they do, this could be something that we are talking about. You know, three hundred sixty-five days from now. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously they will do their due diligence, but. What I'm stating is in this upcoming era, I feel like the Cowboys know that they should go with Kellen Moore as their head coach. Yeah, I'd say as of right now, but I think a lot can change in a year. Yeah. Um, wait, do we know, wait, was his contract up? Or is there going to be something where like he has like, like he's going to have to fight his way out of it if he comes out of retirement? Like how does that work for head coaches, right? Like, isn't that like... That's a, great, I, I, that's a great point. Yeah, he just retired, right? I haven't heard anything about his contract situation. Obviously, if you want to retire, whether you're a player or a coach, you can do so at any point. Yeah. Um, when it comes to players, if you retire and then choose to come back a year or two years later, your team still owns your rights. Yeah. Um, because they can put you on a list, right? The retired reserve list. Um, yeah. I don't know how it works for coaches. That's a great point. Um, but nonetheless, I want to... I guess give my two cents because I don't think any of us are going to doubt he's a great coach, right? Um, the way, you know, he was able to salvage this season as long as he did with a very mediocre quarterback in Jameis Winston proves how good of a coach he is. But I'm actually, I'm kind of disappointed, right? Like looking at his 15 year stretch in new Orleans, they had the one super bowl. Um, and, but for that, they really like underperformed. Like you had drew Brees, one of the top quarterbacks in his prime, for the majority of the time you were there. They got robbed coach. twice. They got robbed twice in the playoffs they by the refs. Got robbed, they definitely got robbed one time uh, by the mm-hmm. refs against uh, LA. The, Ram, the Rams. The Rams, yeah. Vikings. The Vikings, the Vikings, the Vikings, the Vikings they lost on they their own. Up. That was okay. fine, fine. It was, was one on play. Their own. Fine, fine, fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, how, how, do you, how do you only make it one time? Should we, we just talked about two more times. They probably should have also been in the big game. 
Um, but even the Vikings game, that was to get to the NFC Championship, right? That wasn't to get to the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. So they were still one step away. But, yeah, the Rams game is definitely a big knock. Um, but, dude, like you had Drew Brees during his prime. You had Alvin Kamara and Marcus Lattimore, who you drafted on rookie contracts, who each of them were the respective offensive rookie of the year and defensive rookie of the year. And you just had weapon after weapon after weapon. I'm talking all the way back from, like, Robert Meacham, uh, Colston, like you had great wide receivers coming in and out. You had great running backs coming in and out. You had great defenses. You had freaking Roman Harper back there. Um, and you really yeah, what happened to him? To show for it. Roman Harper spending the rest of his day, the rest of his life. No, in not jail. Harper. That's oh, the other one. That's, that's the other the one. Other right? Okay, that's my sharp. bad, Roman Harper. Yes, that's the yeah, different. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, I don't know why I got those so two know, confused. As great of a as great of a head coach as he is. I guess I'm a little bit disappointed because because he's such a great head coach, he should have had more on his resume than the one Super Bowl. But then again, one Super Bowl is more than a lot of coaches have for great I mean, coaches. It's, he it's also hard to played win. in an era where you kind of went against some of the greatest coaches of all time. Yeah. Great coaches and great players. Yeah, the competition was steep. Um, him and Drew Brees definitely had their work cut out for him. But if they are as great as we think they are, they should have had at least one more than just the one that they had. Um, I mean, we I think that's my them, only gripe. We placed them in the same place where we play. Like I would place Sean Payton in the same like tier of coach that I would put Drew Brees as quarterback, right? Like not the greatest. I mean, Belichick still exists, right? I mean, like Payton still exists. Tom Brady still exists. I, I wouldn't mean, even put it that way. Actually, I would not even put it that way. I would put, you know, Sean Payton more in a Ben Roethlisberger category. Eh. Like, dude, no, because you have the greatest of all time, which we all know who is, like, that is, like, Belichick, right? And then after him, you have guys that are, like, really good. They just didn't win that many Super Bowls. Right, like who is that? Great coach. Who is it? Like Tony Dungy Reed? at that point? Andy huh? Reid. Okay, Andy I mean Reed? Andy Reid's still going, so Andy Reid could become Belichick too. Yeah, no, but with, what, what I all right. The so moment, I'm yeah. saying when you look at Belichick, Belichick is the clear number one, and I'm saying like Andy Reid's like that number three guy who's that Drew Brees. So if you're going to compare coaching to like head coach or maybe quarterbacks, that's I would diff- say I'd say the difference though is that it depends where you're putting Drew Brees, right? I mean, it, it's where you're ranking Drew Brees, too, at that point. I, I mean, that, that leads to a discussion of what Aaron, well, who is Aaron Rodgers and who is Drew Brees? Who is better? Is it now a new conversation after this past week or two weeks ago or whatever? You know what I mean? So, or was it this week? Was it this past week? Has it only already happened? Was it just last week? I mean, I mean, that's the other conversation then. Because if I'm putting Drew Brees at that same level, and that's like the number four, and Drew, you know, uh, what's his name is also like a four, in my opinion. The only thing that Sean Payton has going for him in this debate is that his career is not over. He'll be That's an fair. NFL coach again yeah. in one year after he takes his vacation. So we'll be able to <laughs> revisit this question about where he lines up in the, um, you know, in the greats of the greats when he actually retires, because this is just a temporary um, hiatus. But someone who I think is retiring for good is Big Ben. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback spent his entire career in Pittsburgh. Um, Finally coming to an end, retired today. Um, JK, thoughts? Where does he line up? We were talking about Drew Brees and some of these great quarterbacks. Wait, can I but, uh, cut you in line real quick? I just want to give a theory out real quick. I think that he had his agent call around to see what starting job was available, and there was none. And people probably offered him backup jobs 
and he just he was like there's no point and then just kind of called it quits i think that's literally the conversation that happened since they lost yeah that very well could be i mean the team that he currently plays for is a team that needs a quarterback so they've already decided that what's his name is going to start the season next season unless they draft somebody uh what's his face the guy that I don't has think they're going with there. rudolph that's who it is as of at the moment at the moment yeah. it's, not, it's not dwayne haskins mom. well it's definitely not dwayne haskins but it's not rudolph either like rudolph he's gonna be competing tape is, competing his tape competing. is out there he's not a he's not a starting quarterback in this league um but yeah that that speaks to big ben right he's he's the fact that his team needs a quarterback, but they don't want him, shows you that Big Ben's time is up. Like, his arm is shot, and it's kind of been shot for a few years now. But where does he match up? He's been injured, injury-prone for the last few years as well. So I think that kind of adds into it. But, like, as far as his legacy, where does he really match up? He is the middle tier of the top-tier quarterback. And, I'd, and I'm saying that in the sense of, Big Ben has had a great career. He's had all the numbers. He has all the accolades, all that stuff. He just doesn't really have like the sexiness of that quarterback position. Like he's not stacking up against the Peyton Mannings. He's not stacking up against the Aaron Rodgers, the Drew Brees. Like he never put up like the over the top numbers. But the thing is, he was just on a great team that won. Um, like, and when I say like he's on like that middle tier or top tier of the middle tier of like good, great quarterbacks, um, like th- there's been amazing quarterbacks throughout the, throughout life. And I just think he benefited a lot from this generation's passing. That's what inflated his numbers. Um, but the fact that he was able to do it for so long for one team just shows how great he actually was. And also to be, you're mentioning him with these great quarterbacks, right? And he deserves to be mentioned. So that like, that yeah. is a credit to his skill set and what he's yeah. done in the league. Like, I agree with you, to be honest. I think there might be like, honestly, I'll say this. I'm a, I like Aaron Rodgers and I think he is, I think this collapse kind of sucks, but I think there's an argument to be made that Aaron Rodgers is a little overhyped now. And maybe Ben Roethlisberger isn't as hyped as he should be for winning two Super Bowls, man. Look, Drew Brees didn't win two. There's a lot. Peyton Manning won two. Remember that. I mean, there's like a, there's something to be said to win one, right? Like to Eli win Manning won two. I understand. I understand. Like that's another thing. You you have to say that they, they, it does take something. But like in Eli Manning's case, they just got hot at the right time, and they he literally went to like two playoffs, in my you, opinion. You can't you Versus, can't do that, man. At the end of wait, the wait, day, no, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me. He Let has me the point. ring. Make that no, no, I agree. I'm not Eli Manning is a Hall of Famer. We've already had this conversation. He is a Hall of Famer, and I'm not fighting you on it. I'm just saying that if you're if you're making me pick between the two, Ben Roethlisberger found a way to win more games and go to more playoffs, and it matters in this league to have a quarterback that can take you there. You can't do it without a quarterback. He also, I agree, you can't do it without a quarterback, but he also played for the Steelers, who had defense after defense after defense, of course, who had. Speedy wide receivers, Michael Burris, Mike Wallace, Antonio Brown, Emmanuel Sanders. And let's not forget the fact that they've had the same coaching system in place since he's been there. They never had a losing season in the last 18 years that Big Ben has been a quarterback. Part part of it is because of him, but it's also a great organization. They've had a great roster the whole time. I would also say a good part of it is him. Having consistent quarterback play does do that. Like, 
I'm not a Ben Roethlisberger fan. I, I'm really not, but I, I, you have to like give it to him that like, yeah, they went eight and eight in the last couple of years with like him kind of playing and then like Mason Rudolph playing, but they were going like 12 and four when he was healthy. Right. Like, and that's a, that's a huge difference. They were, they were, they could win a Super Bowl with him. You Look, you, yeah. you're not going to win that without, without there him. There was a, part. I have a theory about quarterback play and wide receiver play. Mm-hmm. You look at all of these wide receivers that went to like Pittsburgh, like, and, and they date back from even before Big Ben was there, like Heinz Ward, Plexico Burris, San Antonio Holmes, like, you know, like they, the list keeps going and going. They've always had wide receivers in Pittsburgh. I personally think that when you have a team that just collects wide receiver after wide receiver after wide receiver, and they all become successful guys, part of that is because of the quarterback play, right? All of these guys were amazing wide receivers for the Pittsburgh Steelers. All these guys were getting big money contracts elsewhere, and they just kind of flopped. Not all of them, but like a yeah. good, good amount of them have flopped. They were never as good. They were never yeah. as good. And yeah, part of it might be the system, but you know, Big Ben put them in positions to look good. I mean, the mm-hmm. only two, the only two that I think did okay afterwards were Plaxico and Antonio Brown, and that was only because he had Tom Brady then, you know. And then Plaxico, Emmanuel Sanders had a good has had a good career since leaving yeah. Pittsburgh. As he has, had the same career. I think he's had literally the same career, and just became more of like a, a hail mary kind of guy. Like, what about like? There's a bunch of guys that are on that list that like they've had great receivers, but I mean honestly, that's kudos to the to the scouting department there in Pittsburgh. Um, Yeah, I mean he went to three Super Bowls. He won two of them. You know you don't do that by luck. You got to be a good quarterback. Um, That Pittsburgh Green Bay Super Bowl still to this day in my book, I watch that highlight often. It's one of the best Super Bowls most competitive games I've ever seen. Um, I love watching that replay. I love the fact that Pittsburgh lost that Super Bowl, but it was an amazing game. Anyway, we talked about careers coming to an end. Let's talk about careers uh, maybe just beginning for a few people. Um, Some recent hirings in the NFL. We got the Broncos, who just got their new head coach, and the Chicago Bears also hiring their new head coach. Who wants to take which one first? I said, let's start with the Broncos and it's a, I think it's a play to get Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that has to be it, right? Like that's your play to get Aaron Rodgers. I don't know their relationship. So this is me just hype, giving you a hypothesis at this point. So we got Nathaniel Hackett, right? Who was the offensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers the past three seasons. Yep. Um, yeah, honestly, Denver he won an MVP was already. With he won mm-hmm. an MVP with that offensive coordinator. I mean, that's, that's my only guess because of that. The question, which I don't know the answer to yet, but I'm sure it'll come out here in the news in the next week or so, is what kind of relationship did um, Aaron Rodgers have with this OC? Are these guys like best friends? Um, do they barely talk to each other and communicate with one another? Obviously, that's going to be pretty um, instrumental to know if this is like something that could happen because Denver was already one of the teams that could land Aaron Rodgers um, before this move. And now they hired, obviously, the OC, so it could bolster that chance. I just, yeah, I mean, that's what I think is going to happen. I mean, if it's, if he's going to move on, which I don't even know, I, is that done? Is that set? In, do you guys think that's set in stone that he's moving on? Or we can talk about it in a minute, but I mean, I yeah. Go ahead. I don't think he's moving on. I, I just don't, don't see it happening. 
you don't. Everyone's you guys talking yep. about how happy he was this season. He had a, another MVP like season. I think if they go, and everyone also says like how they have repaired a lot of the relationships between Aaron Rodgers and at least the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. So I personally feel like, you know, like if they're able to give him a fat contract and figure out a way to get Devontae paid. And I think keeping Devontae there is going to be a big part of it. I mean, I think Devontae stays if Aaron Rodgers stays. Like what, 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 I mean, there's only very few scenarios where it gets better for you. Like oh, no matter what happened here, I mean, who, how many better quarterbacks are really in the league? Like, honestly, that like, at least in the regular season, who, you know, no, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I completely, like, I'm not disagreeing. I don't think Devontae thinks about it. if Aaron stays, he stays because even Aaron, that's part of the pitch that Aaron's trying to throw out there. Like how many greats have walked out the door, right? Yeah. He's trying to get his guys paid. Yeah. So yeah. like, that's a package deal. Either yeah. they're both staying or they're both going. Agreed. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Either they're both in Green Bay or they're both have gone their separate ways. I will say in my Madden League, I got fired from the Atlanta uh, Atlanta Falcons, right? Because you can't repair that team. <laughs> and <laughs> I literally got fired because I was playing Felipe's whoever their their backup. And I what got were you hired. playing? Like a, you're playing as a coach? As a coach, yeah, like the franchise, right? Mm. I got fired. So then I, I the only offers I could take was the Detroit Lions or the. Uh, <laughs> The Bengals, right? And the Bengals is obviously the better opportunity. But I went with the Lions, and I was able to sign Devontae Adams. But I had to throw so much money at him. He was like, I guess, he's like, it's worth ending my career. It's worth it. (laughs) That's that generational wealth type of money. Oh, it was literally the entire salary cap. He has to throw the ball to himself and play defense. That's funny. That's funny. (laughs) Sorry. Random, random thought. Yeah, but it'll be interesting to see what happens in Denver. Um, but I do like the hire. I don't know if I like the hire that Chicago made. Um, who's got the details for us on that? I mean, it's the Indianapolis Colts defensive coordinator. I can't. I'm going to fuck up his name, so I'm not even going to try. So, at least his last name. But, I mean, their defense got better, right, like over the last few years. But, like, I mean, maybe they know something we don't know, but I mean, the, the, the bears are really good at making bad hires. So I just think that's going to happen. I honestly, I think both these hires can flop depending on what their quarterback situation ends up being, because if Justin Fields is the guy there for the next few years, and he doesn't pan out. I mean, you're going to, you may not get fired because you might get to pick your next quarterback, but if you make a bad decision, then too, you're going to get fired too. So I, I think these are both guys that are going to be in the hot seat in two years, or they're going to win a Super Bowl. It's one of the two. Or at least make the playoffs perennially. Gogia, you can't go with uh, this guy's either going to be good or going to be bad. Yeah. Yeah, those are the only two outcomes. <laughs> no, I mean some places, some 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 teams. Okay, which, this guy might no, be no, no, the no. little road type guy, but at the end of the day, you got to look at the Colts, right? They're built. They were built to play defense and run the ball, sure, right? Sure. And when we're looking at the Bears historically there have always been a run the ball plus defense type team even justin fields is an athletic quarterback that can be a running style quarterback all i'm saying is that i wouldn't completely rule him out 
but historically NFL is moving more towards an offensive style like team and I just don't think defensive coordinators are as successful as offensive coordinators that are shifting to the head coaching role. I also think that if you have a young quarterback in Justin Fields, you get somebody that can like make him like that can design an offense for him so he can be successful. Just because yeah, of quarterback- like, what do you think that getting getting a head coach kind of like a Cliff Klingsbury for Justin Fields in comparison to a defensive head coach? Like I mean, look how good Kyler is. I mean, what was he? Are you saying he was bad? No, I'm just saying, like, he was playing well Kyler, until he got hurt, huh? He was playing well until he got hurt at yeah, the end of the year. I'm, and then- I'm saying that no, I'm, I'm showing like Kyler at one point was an MVP, yeah, like yeah. profile. Like, so I'm we- saying you need to get these offensive coordinators to like come in and coach up these young quarterbacks. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Agree. I think we're agreeing. 100%. I think we're agreeing. I'm agreeing with you. That's what I'm yeah. saying too. That like yeah. they should we're have agreeing. made an offensive hire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They should have made that higher. That's why I'm confused. Hundred um, percent agree. Yeah. I also don't know who's on the Bears' defense. That like they're going to become a good defense all of a sudden. Uh, uh, they got, dude, they got some great players on their defense. I mean, they got Cleo they Mack. Got, they got right? Roquan Smith. They got Eddie Jackson. They definitely they got, got some ballers. Um, yeah, yeah I agree, man. You you invested in Justin Fields. You moved up last year in the draft to draft him. Um, so obviously, you're hoping he's your future. The fact that you don't go after an offensive-minded coach to help Justin Fields grow is a huge miss. Unless, um, unless you get a really good, like, up-and-coming coordinator. Unless he, like, knows that he can get, like, a, like, like a, like, Ohio State's coordinator that, like, worked with him or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I thought it was a flop, but. Um, yeah. I agree. No. That's, that's Chicago. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's talk about teams that are actually relevant. The teams in the playoffs. Well, um, some of them aren't anymore. <laughs> some of them aren't anymore. And I don't know. It's. I feel like we all get caught up in, you know, this recency bias where we always think, oh, the game we're watching right now at, at this time, at this age, is the best game that we've ever seen. But honestly, it does feel like that, um, at, at least for last weekend. The four games all came down to, um, you know, buzzer beater, game-tying field goals, game-winning drives. And, um, dude, it was exciting. Should we go in chronological order, starting with the Bengals and the Titans? Yeah, let's do it. Um, I, I will say just for the weekend overall, I don't remember this competitive of a weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, like there should be a blowout. Like, there was no blowouts. Like, this, everything, like, in the, like, every game, I was like, I'm going to make some money. And I kept losing. But I was almost about to make money every single time. Right. Unlike the wild card weekend where there was a lot of blowouts, uh, like I yeah. said, all of these came down to literally the last drive. One of them went to overtime. Um, Bengals and Titans. Everyone's pretty excited for the Bengals. I think I'm probably out here on my own. I'm, I'm disappointed in the Titans. I, I thought they should have won. I thought they had a great team. Joe Burrow's a better quarterback. Jamar Chase is an amazing receiver. But I just thought the Titans was number one seed. They had the break. Derrick Henry, the best running back, was coming back from injury and like i mean you gotta you gotta point the finger at Tannehill uh, unless you guys found another reason why they lost the game i mean i i 100 agree with you this you you 1000 percent point at Tannehill because Tannehill can't be that quarterback Tannehill is not a good enough quarterback to not win in the playoffs because if you are good enough to ride a run heavy offense and a defense you're managing the game for 16 games in 
you're winning in that way. But the second that you get into the playoffs and you get in a shootout and you lose, you're the number one seed in the, and you lost to what the ninth seed. What, what were, what were they? I think they were the fourth seed. Um, Oh, I think so. Yeah. Because they had home field advantage in the first round. Um, So they must've been the fourth seed. Yeah, that's true. Um, Yeah. Like, dude, they had no business beating getting beat. So for me, this is Tannehill has one more year. Otherwise they have to start looking for another quarterback. Yeah, I agree. Honestly, they might start looking sooner because you can probably sell Tannehill and get something back. But um, I just want to make this point clear. Bengals had the better quarterback. But I think Titans had the better roster, and they should have won this game. Um, they both came into the game with 12 wins. So it's not like it was, even though the Titans were the one seed, it's not like it was a huge landslide from a competitive standpoint that one team had a significantly better season. But yeah, Tannehill cost them, right? Like Derrick Henry coming back from injury had 20 rushes. He put up a touchdown. A.J. Brown, five catches, 140 yards, a touchdown. Even Julio Jones, who I had on fantasy and who literally did nothing all season, he actually came to play six catches and was balling. Like your whole team is clicking. Your quarterback throws three picks. Like there's no nowhere else to point the finger. Like literally even Joe Burrow, like as amazing of a quarterback as he is, 350 yards passing, he didn't throw any touchdowns. Like, he didn't win them the game. He just didn't lose them the game like Tannehill did. I called the Bengals win, so I thought for other reasons that they would win, and it did not shape out that way, so I got lucky. I'll be honest with you. Because I said if it went into a shootout, there's no way Tannehill can win a shootout with Burrow, and it wasn't a shootout. So I I don't know how this happened because Derrick Henry got his. He ate. So, like, everything that I thought was going to happen should have happened. Sorry. The way that it happened, the Titans should have won, in my opinion. But, you know, Tannehill went Tannehill. Just saying, RG3 was a better quarterback. That's all I'm saying now. Uh, but, yeah. Can we talk about uh, Jamar Chase? Beast. Unreal, right? The beast. Like, this is unreal. Um, honestly, props to him and Parsons, the Cowboys linebacker. Both of them sat out last year um, and did not play college football. So, after one year of not playing football, they both come in as rookies and – arguably the offensive rookie of the year and the defensive rookie of the year. Um, just nuts. Like they're both just balling. Um, Jamar Chase, 109 yards catching, five catches. Um, the more I see it, the more I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's a good fantasy football but name. Not only do I think Jamar Chase has come on like a true number one has or should, but T Higgins has also been blowing up, dude. Yeah. I, I, I think we're not giving enough credit to Joe. Like, obviously we're, we're telling everyone how great Joe Burrow is, but the fact that T Higgins, who was a first round talent fell to the second round when he got drafted, you know, has really kind of like flown under the radar. And this season, even still under the radar has kind of blown up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point, man. Like they have a good roster as, as much of a better roster as I thought the Titans had. It's not like the Bengals are shit. They have a good roster. And honestly, they've been building it slowly and quietly. And you just need that quarterback. Like literally, if they didn't have a quarterback this year and every other player was the same, this would be a shit team. But when you have that final piece, everything else that you've been working towards all comes together. Like literally, Washington is ass. 
But like, if you can just put a quarterback in there, all of a sudden, I, I, I bet you, man, all these pieces that you've been drafting on the D line, you've been drafting in the secondary, they'll just start to fall in place. And it'll seem like it was a master plan this whole time, but none of it comes together unless you get that quarterback. Yep. Um, I just think that I will say this in the draft, I'm calling it now in the draft, in the early one or first or second round, the Bengals have to go offensive line. You can't get sacked nine times in a playoff game. It was a record and they won, which has never happened before. We've had more than eight sacks. So yeah, you can't let that happen. But I, I am so rooting for this team to go to the Super Bowl. It's that's, I'm so rooting for it right now. Like, you know, go Bengals den or whatever they are. I don't know what they're calling is. I'm also rooting for it. I, I, so obviously, I used to live in Cincinnati, and a bunch yeah. of my friends are going to the AFC Championship game. That's awesome. And uh, I'm just jealous. Yeah, it's going to be epic. But we'll talk about our predictions for that game yeah, um, yeah. a little bit later. Um, next game, Saturday night, NFC 49ers visiting Green Bay. Again, the number one seed um, in the Green Bay Packers goes down. This is probably the biggest upset and surprise for me. I, I didn't give the 49ers a chance. Um, we all swept. We all picked the Green Bay Packers. This is the only place where there wasn't somebody that went the other way. Um, yeah. So that was the I curse. couldn't believe it. I'm happy for Kyle Shanahan. I'm happy for Trent Williams, yeah. who are on the 49ers. Um, but, man, like Aaron Rodgers, I think he's the best quarterback I've ever seen. And I just I want him to put stuff on his resume so people don't argue against this opinion. But, like, he's not helping his case. I, I think this loss takes him away from that conversation. I agree. It was bad. I'm sorry, but when I, if I'm going to put people on goat statuses, I expect the best from them, even at their lowest points, right? You're not at a low point. You're an MVP. You have won Super Bowl, yep. right? So unfortunately for me, this is completely unacceptable. You have a San Francisco team, Bay Area. That is not the frozen tundra coming in to Green Bay and lose. Like, come on, man. Like, I, if I am a Green Bay Packer fan, this is unacceptable. But it's still like, I don't care. Like, you got to keep Aaron Rodgers. It just takes him away from like the GOAT conversation. I mean, I don't think it's easy for any quarterback to play in that cold. Like, it's just not that ball is a brick. You're throwing a brick at this point. Like it's not easy. Like, I think that's to an extent somewhat of a disadvantage, but I agree with you. Otherwise that look, you can blame this, the special teams, they got blocked and they, it runs a punt gets blocked. And it's a touchdown, but why are you punting? Why can't you convert third downs at this point? If you're supposed to be in that goat status, I mean, like, if you looked at the other games, Tom Brady, yes, he lost, right? But he did everything to come back down 17 and lose on the last play, and it is what it is, right? Like, he's, his team is fucking hurt on both sides of the ball. He lost two offensive linemen and still found a way to almost win. Aaron Rodgers keeps finding ways to lose, and I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan. I want to put him in the GOAT status, but it's hard to have that argument anymore. You can't. Like I, before this week, I was having that argument. I can no longer defend my own position on that anymore. Yeah. We shouldn't record at 10 o'clock. Y'all all yawning right now. 
<laughs> he has made it difficult. Um, yeah, I'm upset. I'm sad for A-Rod. I'm, actually, I'm sad for that team. That's a great roster. Like, Green Bay is literally – the reason I think he'll come back is because where is he going to go that he's going to have a better chance to win than with the number one wide receiver. They have two stud running backs, pretty decent, decent offensive line. Um, yeah, yeah, Kyle Shanahan well, has just owned them. Personally, I think Aaron Rodgers does have opportunities because I think it kind of shows like, look, they'll only give him one wide receiver at a time, right? And even then, they've had to build that. This so, team right here, this team right here. I, I agree that <laughs> you know, that team will probably throw the bank at it, but I don't think that they'll be able to afford it. Which team could he go to where he has a better chance to win next year? I don't think there's a roster out there that's better than Green Bay's roster. I think the Broncos the could assemble. The Broncos, Broncos could assemble. Uh, not the roster. Assemble. The Green Bay's already assembled. Uh, the Steelers. The Steelers actually could be a little bit better. Um, uh, I've heard Colts is also rumored. Um, I mean, that team was winning. Look, I mean, let's now. be honest. Like any team, even if you have a quarterback in place, like – and they have an opportunity to make a run at Aaron Rodgers, they still might take a run at him. Mm-hmm. They might still no. inquire about him. Yeah. Yeah. No, actually, Steelers is the right answer. That roster is above four at the receiver position, right? You're going to lose Juju this um, offseason, which maybe that's not even a loss. But um, you don't really have anybody other than Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool. Um, but other than that, yeah, the Steelers roster is They do have a tight strong. end that's just came up, and they do have Najee Harris, who's a pass-catching running back in the backfield so yeah they I do like have an answer. up and coming tight end they do have an up and coming running back and they do have two young wide receivers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's yeah. not like chase claypool was not like a uh a second round pick like i mean they got high end draft picks at these positions i just found the roster i found the roster the titans say washington the titans <laughs> They got Derrick Henry. They have two really good wide receivers. I'm just saying the Titans are winning a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, even though he sucks now. <laughs> that is funny. Actually, the Titans is, like, as we said, they have a great roster before the three interceptions from Tannehill. Listen, um, Aaron Rodgers is not throwing three interceptions. He's just throwing one touchdown, though, and that's going to be the problem. <laughs> that's funny. Um, okay. Well, let's see what happens. But, yeah, for me, that was the biggest upset. The next game was about to be a huge upset. And honestly, I was just fucking having flashbacks to Patriots Atlanta in the Super Bowl. I was like already beginning to start crying. I couldn't believe what the hell Tom Brady was doing. Um, But thank God the Rams held on and the Rams let them back in the game. Like as amazing of a job as Tampa Bay did, um, honestly, the Rams gave them the opportunity to come back in. Oh yeah. I was about to, I was sick to my stomach almost. And I I love the footage of Sean McVay because you would see his face progress throughout that second half where you could tell he wasn't worried. You could tell he was a little bit upset. And then you could tell he was like concerned and he was like stressing. And I could just, I was happy. At least he was fucking dealing with it. Cause I was dealing with it on my couch. Um, but geez, Tom Brady almost went to another freaking conference championship game. Um, I'm not sure if you guys are fans, but I was so happy when he lost. I was also happy when he lost. Same. I was too, but I mean, if he, <laughs> It, I was more happy that Stafford won, to be honest. And mm-hmm. it's not that I was happy that Tom Brady lost. I was more just happy that Stafford won. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you got you to gotta appeal for him. Because honestly, 
think about all those seasons in Detroit where just like meaningless game after meaningless game, like you got to, wasn't he on the 0-16 team? Yeah, he must have been. I mean. I think he was, dude. He spent, yeah, he spent his whole career there. Um, I am happy for him. I hope he doesn't choke in the next game, but we'll get to that later. Um, but geez, what a thriller. Like a game that was a blowout, and then it turned out to be literally the last second Cooper Cup. We were talking about Jamar Chase, and we've been talking about Devontae Adams. Let's give some love to Cooper Cup. Um, he hasn't come out of nowhere. Obviously, he's been around, but he got injured, and so he kind of um, lost the whole season. He was kind of out of our picture. But, geez, he's for real. There was a time during fantasy where Cooper Cup and Robert Woods get would get drafted within a round of each other, and you could pick either one. And it right. was either you're going for receptions and yards or touchdowns. Right. And that gap is no longer even – it is so big. I can stick my head through it right now. That's, that's yeah. what's happened at this point. Uh, Dude, I was scared. And like, honestly, if Tom Brady had won that game, it's just like, dude, this is why he's the GOAT. Like, that's all the conversation would be today that like, yeah, the Rams gave it to him, but that dude just keeps doing that. So like, mm-hmm. we got, we, they are who we thought they were is what was going to be this conversation. But oh, I'm so good. I'm so glad that he didn't win. I'm also, but I'm upset that Robert Woods, not Robert Woods, sorry. Um, Rob, Gr- Gr- Rob Gronkowski didn't score a damn touchdown. Our parlay would have hit if he just scored one touchdown. That's all I, I heard needed. A couple, I heard a couple of people needed that. Oh, I hated that. Like, come on, dude. That's your boy. You're not going to let him score? So dumb. That's why y'all lost. You suck. Sorry. JK, does Tom Brady come back? Yeah, he comes back. Yeah, yeah. I didn't solve that, That's not a question, bro. Like, you're still playing like you're the best quarterback in the league. Of course he's coming back. Bro, he's going to come back, and he's going to take Devontae Adams away from Aaron Rodgers. That's what's going to happen. Like, as he's going to steal your girl. the Buccaneers have a Super Bowl type team he will be back he's going to be in the, the front second office second that they start losing all these extra pieces or they're realizing that they can't afford all these pieces so they start selling some of these pieces off that's when he leaves i think he goes one to two more years and he's this year he's going to be like listen you all need to get a safety or a corner yeah some sort of db and you need to get me another receiver figure that out and he's gonna walk out and go to wherever you're his vegan ass goes like, to what does them. he need another wide receiver for? Who's well, he replacing? So Chris Godwin was on a franchise tag this past season. So he's not gonna, he's not locked in. Obviously, you lost Antonio Brown. He was your number three. They do need help at wide receiver. All they have next season on the roster is Mike Evans and the rest of the scrubs that played in that game. Scotty Miller, I think is his name. Yeah. Miller, yeah. Yo, and honestly, I don't know. I don't know if Leonard Fournette is locked in um contractually. He also might be a free agent. Um, so that team is not guaranteed to come back unless they re-sign them all. I think Leonard Fournette comes back because his value is tied to honestly tied to Tom Brady and this team. He had a good season this season, so someone might pay him. That's what I'm saying. He had a great year. The fact is that he's a running back and the running back is a so no one's gonna still pay him and if they do lose him if they do lose him i feel like they can find a guy that's serviceable enough or they'll find two guys to be serviceable enough they'll get a Kenyon drake or something and it'll be serviceable enough for them leonard fournette had an amazing season like i agree he's gonna he i think he's gonna want to get paid because honestly he's been playing for cheap the last two seasons um he resurrected his career and so i think they're running back Dude, people are paying running backs. Look how much Aaron Jones made last offseason, right? He got paid bank, and they have they already had um, Dylan or whatever his the backup is 
who was a great Jamal Williams and they got Dylan. They let Jamal Williams go. They, that was right. a tandem right before. But uh, they paid Aaron Jones well. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think he comes back next year. I think there's no question he comes back next year. I think it's ball BS. Everything else is BS. He didn't win a Super Bowl. He's going to walk out. He's going he's gonna to leave on top. I think it's going to come down to if Byron Leftwich leaves and if Todd Bowl leaves. If you lose your offensive coordinator, who he works with personally, to a head coaching position, and if you lose your defensive coordinator – to a head coaching position because both of them are top candidates right now, then I don't think it well, comes back because that team has to start over essentially. They're saying Leftwich is most likely going to go to the Jags. That's what I was hearing. But then today I finally heard another rumor. Where, where was it? Um, yeah, obviously Leftwich played for the Jaguars. He was a quarterback there for most of his career. But today I heard a rumor and I was like, oh, I love that fit if that happens. And now it's escaping me. Um, but yeah, he, he's a hot target. He's a hot commodity. I, I'm pretty sure he will get an offer. The question is, will Todd Bowles as well? Because imagine Bruce Arians, he has to now find a new offensive coordinator and a new defense coordinator. Tom Brady is not going to want to have to start over with new coaches who aren't going to know what they're doing, right? The Bruce reason Arians, that team was six- Bruce Arians is a tier below Andy Reid, in my opinion, in this era. Not overall, not all time, but in this area, Bruce Arians has found a lot of success. He's been a con- in Arizona. He was successful. And when he was a coordinator in Phil, uh, not Philly, in Pittsburgh, he was still older then and stuff too. So I, I and he was on the Colts too. He was on that roster. He's been. Yeah, he's but a Bruce Arians is not. Bruce Arians I would is not, the team. He's not playing the. He's not calling the play calls. I, I mean, would not even at this point, like even with Bruce Arians riding Tom Brady's coattails, I would not even remotely put him on the planet of like Andy Reid, dude. Like I think it's here below the, the medium on the in, medium. In, in this day and age, like in our, like you realize Andy Reid has two, two Hall of Fame careers. Wait, wait, hold on. I'm putting, this is the tiers. Let me, can I tell you my tiers so you like, see what I'm saying? The top tier is Belichick and Andy Reid. I'm putting in the era, that's tier one, right? Like either coach could win, could win you a Super Bowl. Okay. The difference was Tom Brady for Belichick in my mind. Andy Reid was in every conference championship, right? With Donovan McNabb. All right. So I put them in that tier. It's one, one and two, though. Clear distinction. That next year, we're talking about, like, the – the um, who's the guy that's retired? Why am I blanking on him? What's his name? Why am I blanking on his name? Oh, it's Sean Payton, right? That tier with him and, like, who else has been going to Super Bowls and stuff? I'm blanking. But there's a whole other tier, and then that tier at the bottom of it is Bruce Arians. He's had a successful team. Oh, sorry. The next tier over is like Harbaugh and like um, Tomlin and those guys, right? And the tier mm-hmm. below that. Yeah, is, how do you have Mike Tomlin that low when he's never had a losing season? Tomlin should be higher. Tomlin is Wait. three. I put him three. He should be higher. <laughs> okay. Andy Reid and you can tie them. I don't fucking care. The point was that like the tier below that is Andy the Andy Reid won one Super Bowl, right? Yes, but he's a great – yes. He's and he won more. it with the best quarterback in the league today. So, sure, he drafted him, so I, I do give him credit for that. He's been to four or five uh, conference championships. He's also – got smoked to, in all of them. And he's been to three Super Bowls. He lost right? two of the Super Bowls. Tom, uh, Tom, Tomlin, who I do respect. He got smoked and like in his, two Super Bowls. He got smoked in two Super Bowls. He barely got smoked in the one where Donovan McNabb and the – Terrell Owens. He had a great game, but Andy Reid got smoked. Like that wasn't a close score at the end. I don't recall. Regardless, how many times has Tomlin been to the Super Bowl? Three times, right? Mm-hmm. On 
two of the best defenses, right? If not three of the best defenses with also a very, a hall of fame quarterback that we are agreeing on. Right. He with built a, those defenses. He built that quarterback. No, he did not build that defense. Bill Cowher built that defense and he took it over. Let's not, let's not play too. Let's not play. I'm going to get into the Super Tomlin's Bowl the first, first team. Tomlin walked in on a 15 and one team. You realize that, right? Yeah. Like this is, that's, let's not play Like, Remember who the quarterback was for Andy Reid was Alex Smith. Remember what he did for us and what he was then. Like he rebuilt that dude's career after Kaepernick need him on the way out. I'm just saying that he was winning with that. So offensive mind. I agree. Okay. We're 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 getting on a tangent. Let's just all thank God that the Rams somehow pulled it off. Tom Brady is gone. First Super Bowl in what since 2009 that neither Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady's in the um going to the Super Bowl or playing in the conference championship. Um, The Rams, thank God they pulled it off because after all the trade assets that they gave up to get Stafford, to get Von Miller, to get Patrick Ramsey, like if they choked here, that would have been embarrassing. Did you say Patrick Ramsey? My bad, Jalen. Yo, Patrick Ramsey's a throwback dog. (laughs) All right. Probably the most exciting out of all the games, despite all the ones that we just spoke about um, being nail biters to the final finish. Chiefs Bills Sunday night, uh, Kansas City overtime. Dude, what a game! Like every time in the fourth quarter that you thought the team that just scored finally won and it's over, the next team scored again. Um, it was unreal. Like these are hopefully going to be the two quarterbacks that we're going to see over the next decade be as great as they were um, Sunday night. Um, I don't know. Where do we start, right? Like, I was 13 seconds away because I was the only one that picked the Bills. I was only I was 13 seconds away from going, fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. I, I got you all. And damn it, man. 13 seconds from glory. 13 seconds away. I was, I was pulling for the Bills, even though I picked the Chiefs. Um, I really wanted it for Josh Allen. I wanted it for Stephon Diggs. But damn, the fucking Chiefs got them back-to-back years. That sucks. I hate the overtime rules. I fucking hate them. It's so stupid. How, how do you play a perfect game? And then at the end, you just, like, Josh Allen didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. Like, he played the perfect game he could. His defense did not show up at the end. And that's that's what happens. I mean, it's not fair that he gets to sit on, doesn't touch the football to even have a shot. I hate that. He didn't. He didn't not only not do anything wrong, dude. Like it was like fourth down after fourth down, miracle play after miracle play of keeping that drive alive so that they could score. Um, honestly, it was like fourth and thirteens and fourth and twenty, whatever. It's like I, I thought they were smoked multiple times, and like literally just kept the play that, alive. That, that two point conversion. Like that mm-hmm. two point conversion was, Diggs was amazing. Perfect. Like he bought more time. He's about to take that hit too. Like, uh, I thought they were done multiple times. And then when they scored, I thought the chiefs were done multiple times and freaking Tyreek Hill goes ahead and proves again that he's the fastest man in the world. And um, Patrick Mahomes, I don't like him. I think he's snobby. I hate his brother and all the things that brother. he's got in. Um, but geez, he, you got to give him some credit, right? Like he is good. Um, Eric Bieniemy, like this guy needs a head coaching gig. Like this guy's the one calling these plays as much as, um, well, I guess I'm confused. Yeah. Is Andy Reid calling the plays? Cause he's got his little like clipboard in front of him the whole game. And he's like looking Andy at Reed, it. Like he's, Andy Reid told has been, he does all the game planning. He doesn't, I think he calls, I think he calls third downs and like some fourth downs. That's it. That's yeah, what all head coaches do. Cr- now. Is it? Cause he like has that little, like, uh, 
laminated sheet in he front of him the whole game. Essential plays, basically. Yeah, like <laughs> a, a first and like a four, first and ten in the first quarter. Like that first drive. First of all, like the first drive they've already planned out. But like I think that third drive in the first quarter, he's probably like getting a mimosa at that point. Like that's yeah, that's all that's happening. Uh, um, yeah. it was an amazing game, dude. It was unreal. I don't know. What are your thoughts? I mean, it basically Jesus. came down to what I expected to happen. Like, I thought this was the year that the Bills were going to show that they're almost there and just not do it, you know? And that's basically what happened. They kind of got screwed, so they couldn't really prove whether or not they were there or not. And that's just because of the rules. I think this game is going to actually force the NFL to make changes. Right? For the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, at at the very least for the playoffs. Yeah. Right. But like at the end of the day, like, dude, Josh Allen in the Bills, I'm I can't say enough about how much I think he showed up, but I have to say how much I think that Stefan Diggs did not show up. But part of it is though, like you the other um Gabriel Davis getting four touchdowns means that you're you're obviously like I get wide that, open get because that. of the other guy. But if you are the number one wide receiver on your team, you do not stick to three receptions for seven yards and well, two point three average. Well, you, you have you, to get open. You are a number one wide receiver in well, the league. Did you see, wait? Hold on. Did you see how wide open Gabriel Davis was on like three of those touchdowns? How wide open it was. Why would you force the ball where even if you're kind of open? No, yo, I get what, that. Yes, like I just pass think those balls. But I'm saying you can only look at Stefan Diggs three times in a game. He Josh Allen attempted 37 passes. He has three yeah. receptions. I mean, Gabriel I, Davis. This I'm, past season, the one that we're talking about, scored six touchdowns in 18 weeks of NFL football. He scored four in this one game. Um, that's wild, dude. Yeah. I want to watch. Look, props to him. Props to Josh Allen for finding him in the open. And, you know, I yeah, the Chiefs probably zeroed in on Stefan Diggs. But all that thing about watching the celebration last year – you know, standing out on the field, like staying and watching them celebrate. I don't know how many times I've seen that post last year and now this year up coming to this game. You get seven yards, bro, on three receptions. <laughs> I mean, I still think that they're, you're, you're, you're zoning in at least a corner and a safety. And then anytime it goes in the middle, there's a linebacker. That's the only number they're looking for 14. That's who they're going to kill. They're, they're pretty much like, let anyone else beat us. That's I agree how you with, let... Huh. I agree with both of you, right? They're definitely probably zoning in on them. But, like, JK is right. Like, you still got to show up. Look at Devontae Adams. He's probably getting zeroed in on by every defense they play, and he still makes plays, right? Um, this is the same reason why you don't give the credit to C.D. Lamb that you're giving to Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson is actually showing up, whereas C.D. Lamb is just getting the hype. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more garbage, garbage time happening in Minnesota. <laughs> just, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying there is a lot more garbage time happening with Kirk Cousins. <laughs> There's uh, a lot more. Look, what, I, what I mean, though, is like, dude, like you look at, like you look at C.D., right? Like they both have a, another number one wide receiver on the other side. CD doesn't post up the numbers that Justin Jefferson is doing, right? Stefan Diggs as a guy 
that is supposed to be the number one guy, right? He is the guy that got paid. He is that diva wide receiver. He is that guy that's supposed to be that Terrell Owens for these guys. Like you look at any big game, right? Big game, big players make big games, big players make big numbers in big games. And that's how you become a hall of famer. What Stefan Diggs right here showed me is he's not a hall of famer. That's fine. I mean, it's hard to be a hall of famer as a wide receiver. I it is hard that. to be a hall of famer. Yeah. yeah that's, not that's everyone's a huge, doing that. Look, I wasn't look, arguing this it, in the same way. That's what I'm stressing that like, there's a difference between guys like Stefan Diggs and Devontae Adams. That's sure. fine. But also that's Devontae fine. Adams has been in the season a lot longer. Like, at this point in Stephon Diggs' career, if you look at how, where Devontae Adams was, we weren't looking at him the way we look at him now. Like, it takes some time to build the kind of reputation, skill set, and um, accolades as Devontae Adams has. I'm not calling it quits on Stephon Diggs yet, but I agree with you. He's not Devontae Adams. Also, Stephon Diggs had the best tackle of the entire game on that fan. I just want to, like, we're just negating his one tackle as well. I just want to throw that out there. That was pretty impressive. Dude, you saw the frustration in him when he tackled that guy. You saw yeah. all of it happen. I'm sure he was pissed. Actually, yo, I'm, I'm calling bluff on that because Devontae Adams, who's blowing up now, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He he's 29 years old. It's played with their age. They're he's, one year apart. They played with a better quarterback. Stop. That's not even. A, that's not fair. Josh Allen's had the second good game, and then before that was Kirk Cousins and like Christian Ponder. Get the fuck out of here. With that argument. I don't want that argument at all. Because Josh Allen. Yes. Uh, had look, a good- all I'm saying is okay. Like Stephon Diggs didn't have the numbers in the beginning of his career, but he started blowing up towards 18 and 19. That's the same time frame that Devontae Adams was blowing up. Now, no, yes, no. in 2020, Aaron Josh Rogers, Allen. Aaron Rodgers, like whatever you want to say, Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than Josh Allen yes, even now. Without a doubt, yes. That, but that, you that's know what? the reason. Josh Allen is still an MVP candidate for the last two and seasons. Guess, but, and, but you know who won them? Aaron Rodgers. He was the MVP. That's a difference. And listen, there was people in between them. There was people in between but, them. I, I get that you're saying that, but you're like, okay, it's not like Stefan Diggs did not have an MVP candidate at wide receiver. Yo, like I'll, Steph- I'll also say this. Also say this on top of that. Stefan Diggs, they have they don't have a clear defined run game on top of that. Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones had what like 16 touchdowns last year? Clear defined run game. So you have to put people in the box on top of that. And and then on top of that, if you're Aaron Rodgers is gonna throw it anywhere and he'll know exactly where you are with his eyes closed because he gets like he gets off on that apparently. Like there's there's no comparison there. That's the difference between Devontae Adams hold on, and hold on, hold on. Diggs. I 100%. do agree with what Gogi is saying. The quarterback is a huge part of it, and Devontae Adams has had a better quarterback his entire career. Even today, um, Devontae Adams has a better quarterback than Thank what you. Stephon Diggs has. But Aww. let me admit when I am wrong, because I think JK is right, dude. I'm looking at their stats side by side, and Devontae Adams having the better quarterback, um, Dude, he's had like five multiple double-digit touchdown seasons. He had an 18-touchdown season last year. Um, again, disclaiming that I know it is Aaron Rodgers throwing it to him, but fucking 18 touchdowns is nuts. He had a 13, a 10, and a 12. He had 11 this year. Stefan Diggs has only had one double-digit touchdown season. That was this year with 10. Um, so I'll admit when I am wrong, and I think I am wrong here. Devontae Adams is on another level. 
I, I even agree with that. I don't know what I'm arguing, and but he'll I probably still... stay on another level. I don't know. If, I don't know if Stephon Diggs can replicate what Devonte Adams has done. I don't even know what I'm arguing because I agree with Devonte Adams is another tier, but he also is another quarterback. So if we're gonna compare the two, like I don't he think you should be comparing the two for many reasons. Oh, and okay. one of them is a what, what I'm stating is, and I just want you to understand where I'm coming from when it sure. comes to the last two seasons, right? We're all claiming that Devonte Adams, right? And Stefan Diggs and uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are all elite level players. We're all stating that all four are elite. I get Aaron Rodgers is what you're comparing to a goat, whereas Josh Allen is like a fourth year quarterback. I understand that. But that fourth year quarterback is also giving you an MVP performance. That that all-pro quarterback, that fourth-year quarterback is still throwing up 4,000 yards. Those yards got to go to someone. I understand, and I agree with you. I will just say the lows that Josh Allen has had. You saw this season when he played Houston, right? I think it was Houston. The lows are still much lower than Aaron Rodgers' lows. So like Aaron Rodgers had one bad game like this season, really. Like That's the difference. I think that is much, very much the difference. But again, I don't even think Stephon Diggs and Devontae Adams are on the same tier of quarter um, wide receiver. So I don't even know what I'm arguing anymore. I, I just think that it doesn't, it's not even fair to compare the two. That's what I think. I don't see right. the point. Yeah. Let's look ahead. We got two games left. Honestly, and this is just me, the conference championship games have always been more enjoyable and more fun to watch for me than in the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl always ends up getting so much hype. Yeah. There's so much time leading up to it that like your expectations are so high that by the time the game comes, like it always disappoints, except for Steelers Green Bay, as I mentioned earlier. But this weekend, the two conference championship games always, always, always satisfy me. They're always fun. So we're going to go around in a circle. I want you to tell me who wins NFC championship game first. But I also want you to tell me the name of a player that you think is going to either win the game or lose the game. Um, go, go. NFC championship game first. We got the 49ers visiting the LA Rams they played before the 49ers beat the Rams to get into the playoffs do you think the 49ers repeat or you think the Rams with all their um trade assets are going to pull it off 27 24 Rams comes down to Jimmy in his hands Jimmy Garoppolo in his hands and he doesn't throw an interception he gets stripped fumbled Von Miller damn okay we got we got one pick I know the Rams I'm gonna bet on this exact thing to have it literally actually does sound very likely. JK, Rams or 49ers, and the name of a player that's either going to be the reason that team won or the name of a player that you think that's going to be the reason they lost. I think that it is going to also be the Rams. And this is what I'm afraid of because I feel like a lot of us are going to go for the Rams because the 49ers have beat them twice and the 49ers have beat them most recently. And the fact that the 49ers are super pissed off that the Rams are not going to be allowing 49er fans to buy tickets so but you can buy them out of after market you can't yeah but so I, I think the stadium is still going to be packed with 49ers fans yeah but in general we need to realize that these guys like they know that this is it like this is their chance like this is the one chance that i think the rams have it if they don't win this season, they're not reloading and coming back next season. They don't got money. They don't got, they don't have assets to trade. Like they got 
old people. Von Miller's old, right? Aaron Donald's not like he's 22, you know, like Jalen Ramsey, same thing. He's been in the league for a couple seasons. You know, I, I think the Rams pull it off 35-17. Ooh, that's, that's almost a blowout. Um, Aaron Donald, 30 years old. Von Miller, definitely older. He's sitting at 32. He's playing, he's playing like he's yeah. young. Well, yeah, coming to a great team will do that to you. It'll definitely mm-hmm. rejuvenate you. Jalen Ramsey's in his prime, so let's just get that um, straight. 27 years old. I also say the Rams, and I say the future quarterback of the Washington Red- Washington Commanders, um, Jimmy Garoppolo, will be the reason that the 49ers lose the game. Um, I think he will cough it up, whether you want to call it a pick, a fumble, a choke, whatever. I think he is who he is, and I think this offseason – Kyle Shanahan will trade Jimmy Garoppolo to Washington Commanders, and we're going to pay a premium for a crappy quarterback. Give me the Rams. What was the score you put down? Just wondering. What do you got for a score? Are we doing scores? Yeah, we both did, so why not make it fun? Let me go Rams 42, 49ers 17. Damn, all right. That is a blowout. These are you guys, you guys both got blowouts there. Uh, what did Pete give us? Pete told me that he's probably going Rams as well. I imagine he's going Rams as well. Uh, I'm just trying to find it real quick because um, it's been a couple of days. Uh, he said he's royally fucked at work. That doesn't <laughs> help us, does it? Uh, I don't know. While we he, can go to the next game and while I look for it. I was just about to say, while he thinks of that, JK, you're up first this time. AFC championship game. I think it is the second game Sunday night. Um, but irrespective, Kansas City trying to go back to the Super Bowl. They don't have to run into Tom Brady this time if they make it. And you got Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. I think it's evident and obvious that they're the underdog. Who wins? And give me the name of the player that's going to be the reason they won or lost. Are you riding the Joe Burrow train a little bit longer? Because it's an uphill battle. They got to go to Kansas City. I really want to put money on them. I really, really want to. It's just impossible. I wonder what the spread is. It probably makes them good money. It's going to be impossible for them. At the end of the day, these guys, they just... The Chiefs are loaded at every single position. They've arguably a top five wide receiver. They have a top two quarterback. They have a top two tight end. They have a decent offensive line. You know, they got amazing players all over their defense. And the Cincinnati Bengals, they just, they're, they're just a bunch of young Cubs that are you know, like a Cubs. bunch of young Tigers, you know, Bayou Tigers, Bayou Cubs. Uh, it's going to be the Chiefs file. And I, I think, the Cincinnati Bengals will try and make it competitive. I give it 28-17. Maybe 20. I agree 100% for all the same reason. I think Cincinnati's made a hell of a run. I think it's too soon for them. Um, we've been talking about Cincinnati's defense or offense this whole time, and the reason we haven't mentioned their defense is because their defense is not that great. Um, and I think their defense is going to get exposed um, by Kansas City's offense. Um, I also think it'll be a convincing win, more convincing than what J.K. has said. I think it'll be a double-digit win for Kansas City. All right. 
I'm going Bengals. What? Yeah, I'm gonna go Bengals. I think sometimes when you're hot, you're hot. Uh what are the Kansas City? The only reason why I don't want to go with the Chiefs is because of the fact that they've gone there twice in a row now. They're about to be three. They actually had the easiest road to get there this year than the previous two seasons. No offense yeah. to Cincinnati, but I know, but like they beat them in January, in, like on the second by three points, and everyone played. Everyone played, but it was in Cincinnati. Fuck, that doesn't make my point at all. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Joe Burrow just finds ways to win, man. He, I don't know. Listen, I know I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be rooting. For, I'm gonna be rooting with my heart during the game. I'm pulling for the Cincinnati Bengals to win it, but I don't see it happening. I just, I just, I don't honestly, you're right. I don't see it happening. I'm just making this as a hundred percent like, fuck you guys. And I want the Bengals <laughs> to win. I just want to, I like, if I come in here next week. I'm to be Bengals... honest, I'm glad that you're picking that because it gives me confidence that the Chiefs are not going to mess this up. Because <laughs> like, if, if, if we all swept it, I know for a fact, like, yeah, the Bengals are going to get there. Then I should pick the Chiefs so I can let the Bengals win. Just do you guys it. believe in jinxes? Because that's what this is sounding like. Yeah, we do. We do out here. We really do. It I happened believe last in week. jinxes when it comes to my team, but it never ends up happening for us. I mean, teams. look, the only team that we all picked last week was Green Bay. And that's the only team that lost. Like, even like with the, the Bills game, I was the only one to pick the Bills. And the Chiefs still won. Like, everything else was split. So, I don't know. I I'll just pick the Chiefs and let's all celebrate next week when the Bengals are in the Super Bowl. Let's do it. All right, I'm picking this Chiefs just for the jinx. But I'm telling you right now, if the Cincinnati Bengals make it to the Super Bowl, I'm getting you a. I'm getting myself a Bayou Tiger, <laughs> Joe Burrow jersey. He was about to gift you a jersey, but yeah, like, he took that away. <laughs> yeah, listen, we're gonna buy those together. We're gonna get those together. If if Joe Burrow can find his way in the Super Bowl in his second year, is this second year, right? Second mm-hmm. year. And he didn't even play a full year last year because he got hurt. If he can find a way to be in that Super Bowl, listen, we're getting we're getting LSU jerseys done. We we're gonna wear them before the Super Bowl and for the Super Bowl. Though I will be rooting for the Rams because of my parlay, not because I'm not rooting for Joe Burrow. Yes, I just like his style, man. I just like Joe Burrow's style. He doesn't like sound like him. a he doesn't sound like a Kermit, like Kermit the the Frog. You know, that mm-hmm. doesn't put ketchup on a steak. You know, just hate that stuff. All right, let's see what happens. Um, but after this weekend, we got to wait two whole weeks before the Super Bowl, and then really comes the wait, the long winter and spring months of no football, no action. Well, luckily, we'll, right after the Super Bowl, it's All-Star Weekend, then bas- then March Madness will start, then we'll have NBA basketball, and then we'll right back into you know draft season and you know off-season stuff. And it's like the month of June is tough. There's nothing going on mm-hmm. like, no, not June, July. Sorry, July because mm-hmm. OTAs are going on, but no one gives a shit at that point. So, yep. hey, we have a new sport except for JK. Formula One starts in March, so or March, yeah. So we can start watching that. So we can talk about All that. Right. I'm excited about that. That's something that goes week to week too. So that'll be fun. Does All Lewis right, Hamilton come back? That's the question. He's coming. Until we yeah, see each other next week on I Call Next. Catch you guys on the next episode. Make sure you subscribe. Okay, bye now.